2: Welcome to The Jack and Joe Show. We talk about property, business, and everything in between. Hosted by Jack Heskin-Taylor and Joe McCarthy. Sharing the stories of entrepreneurs, property investors, and our journey to health, wealth, and happiness.
0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Jack and Joe Show. Here with Dave Goodfellow again. This is going to be Dave's full episode. We're going to dive deep into today's background. Ooh yeah <laughs> <laughs> you, might, you might regret this in <laughs> all the details yeah. all the secrets okay Dave if um if you want to start us off just talk a bit about your background um, and okay. let everyone know what you did before service accommodation how you got into it and,
2: and all the bits yeah okay so um so my background I suppose I, I started off my career let's go further back than that so I went to university um I can't even remember the year that was but i got kind of six months in six month into university and uh, yeah. it wasn't for me really, so, yeah yeah i was i was i shipped myself up to dundee i got on a master's course which was supposed to be like five years or something like right. that i got about six months in and i was like i've got no money i can't get a job anywhere i'm living like a bomb and i was always used to before that sort of Earning money, yeah. So I worked at a job in Sainsbury's, and every time I had a summer holiday, I used to always go out and do a bit of grafting for somebody, whether it was yeah. tiling or labouring or something. So I always had a pot nice. of money somewhere to, yeah. to kind of um, satisfy my, uh, my hobbies, <laughs> wherever that might be. <laughs> Some weird hobbies I've had as well, but we won't. Yeah. <laughs> probably not. Save this that episode. for another probably podcast. Probably not for this episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I went from went from uni. I kind of quit uni six months in, and I left that, and I went to work for a company called Everest um, okay. Home Improvements. Okay. They're a sort of national company, you know, known known as a premium brand within within um, within the UK. So I went to work for them at the age of nineteen. Started um, as a I booked services for them. So I did um so somebody called in with a maintenance issue with their window or their their gutters or whatever that might be. Mm, yeah. I'd um kind of get the engineer and book them out and they'd go and do that. So I did that for about six months and then I, I was like, well there's, there's, there could be some there could be some um real good opportunities in this company. Yeah. So I wrote to the um the HR director at the time and I was like, look, I wanna Progress. I, I want to make make something of myself. Is there anything that I can do within this business to yeah. to get myself pushed forward? Yeah. And um, so, I, and I also applied for the a, a role that I knew was well out of my reach. Yeah. It was an installation manager at the time. I was like nineteen. The average age of an installation manager was probably like thirty five <laughs> to forty. And that sounded really old then, but that's <laughs> me now. Um, and I got, I ended up getting an interview, but with the HR director. Yeah. Um, which was really good for me because I got, I got to meet them and then I kind of did a bit of a presentation to them of what I wanted to do. And then they, nice. offered, they offered me a, a management training program. Nice. So I went through that manage, management training program. It was supposed to take two years. I did it in, it was 18 months. And then they offered me a job as an installation manager when I was, I was about 21. Yeah, maybe 20, 2021. Mm-hmm. Cause I was the youngest doing that job in the company at the time, and then I, I won't bore you with the details. I I stayed with that company for fifteen years, okay, and worked my way up from an installation manager to a, a regional operations manager. I was running um, about thirty million pounds worth of business. Really, yeah. Where was that? In Chester? In, no, well, I did all over the country, so really, I don't know yeah. about it. it was, it's probably not a not a place in the country I haven't been working really for so all over. so there. yeah I just opened myself up and dotted myself about. Anywhere they wanted me to go I was always on it, Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. if you want me to go there no problem, I'll do it. Nice, sweet. And I ended up being a troubleshooter for them, so any branches that they had that were underperforming I'd go in.
1: Right. I'd right. hire, fire, do all that yeah, sort of yeah, stuff yeah. with yeah. them
2: as well, so I just worked all over the place. And then at the end of my 15 years, I was a regional ops manager running about £30 million worth of business. Um, and then I got an offer from a, a, a small, um, an SME, so sort a of, small to medium enterprise yeah. in uh, Reading. And that was a really interesting job. So yeah. <clears throat> I, uh, I went to work for them for a couple of years. And what they did was um, we used to do um, the high-end shutters on people's property, so we used to go and work on Billionaires or millionaires' properties in in the central London, and we mm. used to fit shutters while they to, either to their property ex, um externally, or we used to as they were building it, build them into the um, the lintel systems in there. Yeah, yeah. And some of the some of the properties I used to see there, <laughs> and some of the money was just unbelievable. We we did this one one particular house on Primrose Hill, and just a. I think the guy was like some sort of hedge fund manager, and I just yeah. thought, wow. Um, mm-hmm. But he had a background in property as well. Mm-hmm. And every every house that I went to, or every place that I went to, it was like, what does this guy do? Mm-hmm. Some of them were like Russian Mafia, I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> know what they did. What, <laughs> when you found out what the guys do, everybody had some sort of property background. Yeah, and I was like, well, what's going on to something here? What's going mm-hmm. on? Yeah. <laughs> So I stayed there for a couple of years, my missus fell pregnant, I say my missus, my fiance. she's my fiance, but we've been like together for like 13 years and I proposed to her 12 years ago I think it was, still haven't made an honest woman of her but we will do it <laughs> some um, she fell pregnant and I was, I was at the stage in my life where I was going away on a Sunday evening, and I was coming back on a Friday yeah. evening I'd be like a zombie until Sunday afternoon again mm-hmm. because I was working like 14, 15 hours a day. Yeah. I'd start brightening up and then I'd be back off down to Reading yeah. again. So um, I was just like, "Look, we've got to, we've got to change this. I've got to do something different." I'm quite interested in property, and we'd we'd already kind of done three or four um, flips, mm-hmm. but like, not. We didn't know they were flips at that time. They, we, we were just buying properties that. You know, we're below market value. Yeah, we didn't know that phrase there. Yeah, right yeah. Then. Um, we were going to auctions. I tell you what. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you a story about the first property I bought, because it's quite interesting. So it was about eight years ago now. Um, I bought. Uh, well, let me go back a step. So I found a, I found a prop two properties on a street in in Chester called Ermine Road,
1: mm-hmm.
2: in Hoole. Really good area six they were, they were there was a six bed hmo and a five bed hmo i think it was at the time maybe they were both six bed hmos so i said to my message right you go to the you go to the um the the auction and you place the bid for me but don't go above 80,000 on that property it's the cap right so um and remember there was two on the street so <laughs> so um <laughs> On the day, I phoned her at lunchtime and I said, how did you get on? She said, I've got one, Dave. It's great. I said, fantastic. How much did you pay for it? 115. And I was like, didn't we say cap it at 80,000? And she was like, yeah. But my dad said, we can't miss it for that. So what was my next question? How much did the other one go for? How much do you reckon it went for? 80 80 grand. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, okay. She said, but it's much better property than us. Okay, anyway, it is what it is. So I, I got a six bed HMO on this um on this street. Really? Yeah. And again I didn't know what I know now. So we <laughs> we converted it back into a house. Okay. Which knowing what I know now is a bit crazy because what I should have done is kept it as a six or a seven bed HMO. Yeah. Done it up. Revalued it, took all my money out, Mm -hmm. and then um, had it cash flowing for me for the last eight years. Which you you don't know what you don't know, do you? Yeah, so that was my first property that I bought, and we actually did all right out of it. We ended up converting it back into a house, and we made 30k on it. So even though we made all those mistakes, we still made made money, money. yeah, yeah. still made money. So and then we did that on like two or three others, three or four others, four others but not knowing what we were doing in property. And I was still kind of working at the same time. Yeah. I'd project manage some of it. Lucy would go and do a couple of them as well. And she did really well at it actually. She was probably better than me at it. <laughs> um, so then I was working away and I just thought to myself, right, I've got to get out of this. I've got to get out of this. I can't be away from one, my missus, and two, my, um, my, my little girl. I don't want to miss my little girl growing up. Mm-hmm. So I started looking on the internet about property. And then I come across Rob Moore, yeah. and his book money, and that's when I started really. So I, I was listening to his Audible um, uh, money book mm. on, the, on on my long journeys. And then once I'd done that one, you know, you, they pop up with all the others, the other stuff. So I bought Audible. Yeah. I pay like a subscription every month. Yeah. <coughs> and what it did was it then started popping up with all his other stuff, like Property Secrets and all the all the other juicy stuff that he'd done. Mm. I was like, well, yeah, I'm onto some in here. then mm-hmm. listen. I listened to them all and started getting involved and, and, and understanding a bit more about all the different di- different strategies. And yeah, yeah. but then in a book or on an audible, it's not really that you don't mm. get to know everything. Mm. They're great as a as a stepping stone, but yeah. you know. So then what um, then what I did is a, I, I I found out that he run Progressive Property, so. I contacted Progressive Property and then I got put on a what they call a Discovery Day. Mm. Mm. You just guess, you know what they're like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've been on them. You've been on M yeah, that's yeah. where you two met, right? That's right. Where that's back, yeah. okay, so you know you know you know the script with Progressive Property. They're great they're a great company, they do sell hard, but they are they've got some really good courses. So I went on the Discovery Day anyway. Um and I got upsold like you do, and I ended up booking the masterclass for um, I think it was, was it March, I think, no, May 2017. Okay. Now, what what we in now, no, May 2018.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So I went on this four day course yeah. and you get got to learn all these different strategies and by the end of it, you know, it's like, you come out of there, you're buzzing. Mm. Yeah, yeah. You're like, I'm gonna take over the world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and at that point, because I'd been doing flips and it was comfortable for me, I kind of thought that's that was what I was gonna go into. Mm-hmm. So I went on the masterclass course and we, we had a couple of um, properties as well that we were doing buy to with, yeah. as well as doing the flips over an eight year period going back. So <clears throat> I come out of, that, out of that course and I was like, right, I'm going to do flips. So i went on a flip course, mm-hmm. the flip course I went on, I kind of knew everything already because I've been doing it. And yeah. I found yeah. most of the people that were on the course were people who wanted to learn about doing them, not... Actually, uh, yeah, in the process of doing them. Yeah. So, we went back to the... Um, uh, after I come out of that course, there was all sorts of different things. You know, serviced accommodation was probably the buzzword back then. Yeah. And they keep saying serviced accommodation is the buzzword now been that for the last two years. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not yeah, like, it's I not like, yeah. yeah, it's not like the new thing. So everywhere you go, when people stand up and they go, yeah, I'm looking to get into serviced accommodation, mm. doing that for years. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like, it's not a new thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's new to property, Yeah. So even though it's only been two years, it's still the buzzword now. Yeah. So I had uh, two, two buy-to-let properties. Yeah. Uh, we still got one buy-to-let. But one of them, I was having problems with the tenant. She'd been in there for like two and a half years, no issues at all. Yeah. She lost her job. She owed me a load of money. I think it was about three and a half grand. She still owes me a I can't find her. She vacated the property. And I was like, right, this is my opportunity. It was in the centre of Chester. I used to live in it.
0: Yeah.
2: I'll have to take you there at some point, Show you? So, yeah, this was good. Um, three bed. It was a three-bed townhouse right in the centre of Chester. Fantastic. It had parking at the front, a little garden at the back. Beautiful property. So... She went, and I thought, right, this is my opportunity to have a, have a crack at serviced accommodation. Mm-hmm. Didn't deal analyse it, because mm-hmm. I didn't know what that was at the time. Yeah. Um, but just had a gut feel for it that it would work. I'm not condoning not deal analyse, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> um, you must deal analyse everything. Um, yeah. If I go, I've taken a property on which we've, we're offloading this year because I didn't deal analyse it, and okay. it was in the wrong area, it was, yeah. We kind of broke even on it this year, but none of us are in the business to break even, right? Yeah. Um, that property, Wharf View in Chester, I changed into serviced accommodation. So, after doing, being in Reading for two years, I handed my notice in and I wanted to come back up north. So, I phoned my old boss from Everest and said, Look, I've had enough down here, I want to come back up. Because yeah. I knew my old job, because I knew it, like, knew it like the back of my hand, I could do it in like four or five hours a day. Yeah. Mm. I, I went back to there mm. and I'm working on my serviced accommodation business deal, trying to find deals, et cetera, yeah. Um, the rest of the time. So I took my property in Warfew, went back to Everest, ch- changed that into serviced accommodation, got it set up with a managing agent, because mm-hmm. I wasn't going to manage it myself, and then put that into where it is in, no- in November last year. And yeah. mm-hmm. since then, we've grown from uh, one property in November 2018, and we took on about a property a month over the last year. Nice. Mm-hmm. up to 12 properties now. Next year's, um, and, and we've took took on a mix of properties. Yeah. All so, in Chester? Uh, no, no. So one's in, one's in Frodsham which is 20 miles outside of Chester. Okay. Which is the one that we're offloading. <laughs> 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 it's not part of our, it's not part of our criteria that we have okay. for that area. Yeah. It's a bit too far out of the way and yeah, it, if we analysed it now, we'd be like, "Nah, we don't yeah. want that." But we didn't yeah. at the time. Albeit that that was our first property that we got with a letting agent, and it opened the doors for us. Okay. Yeah. Now, when I think back to it, it opened the doors for us. They couldn't get rid of it, and we were like, "Yeah, we'll take it." Yeah, right. yeah. Like, what did we do that for? <laughs> anyway, um, but again that opened the doors to us, to our first letting agent. Mm, Now half of the properties that we've got have come from that letting agent. Okay. So it was the start of that relationship. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So it was worth
0: taking the deal on like...
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. I still say to my business partner to this day, like, if we hadn't taken that on, then we may not have had all the others that followed. Mm, Yeah. Um, And it was a really good relationship build. And I say to him, well, if if we were, if we were to pay for training, we can call Wooly Close, which is the the prophecy. We can call that our training money, yeah. if yeah. you like. We yeah. haven't lost on it. We we haven't gained on it. But you know that that's our. That's that. That was our. That was our first. Um, Having you into the to the letting agent, which we learned how to do company let agreements. We learned how mm. to speak to them. We learned how to do our story with them and all the other stuff that you do as part of your as part of your process. Mm-hmm.
0: So can you run us through like the next deal after that? Then was that based in Chester?
2: What was our next deal after that? The next deal after that was with another letting agent. Okay. And that was uh, three studio apartments. Nice. We went stupidly went out and took four. Four units on in a weekend,
0: right. okay. <laughs> Look, yeah. That'd be a lot of furniture to organise. Four
2: for four units. Well, it it sounds a lot worse than it is. So the three studio apartments were through a letting agent, um, but they were already furnished. They oh okay. They were already set up as serviced su- accommodation, but they were being managed really poorly. Right. And we could see that when we went in and looked at them, they were dirty. They were, right. You know, we went online and they were getting bad reviews about them not being cleaned properly and oh, okay. stuff. Be the 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 duvets and the pillow had been uncomfortable and that's why they weren't getting any bookings. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> so we were like, we've got a couple on board already, we know we've got a, uh, our management's okay, Yeah. Um. let's let's give these a whirl, we think we can make these work and they were lovely, they were really nice looking studios and they pictured really well. Yeah. Mm. I've shown you them actually, have you seen the studios? I've shown you the studios we've got, anyway, think show. I'll show you at some point. So we took them on, and um, yeah, we, we took them on and another property. Uh, mm-hmm. a free, it was a three bed, it was a three bedroom uh, terrace house in Chester, in Hoole again. Yeah, it was on the opposite road of Ermine Road, where I'd stupidly got rid of the six bed. <laughs> um, and we took all four of those on in the in a weekend, and we had to well we took all four on and then I went on holiday and left to my business (laughs) (laughs) sort out all the stuff so he was phoning me like every day oh lord I can't remember where I was I think I might have been in my second deal I think I did in Barbados over the did over you yeah sk- over a, over a, like a video call or something? Living the dream. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, looked, I, looked, I, looked, I looked like I was flying at the time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not taking photos on was, Instagram. It wasn't really. <laughs> I was like yeah, typical typical sort of you know the Facebook advertising. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, in mean, Baydor setting up deals. Yeah. Yeah. was The second one, but I think I was yeah. My, my business partner just had to go and, to go and do it. all, bless him. Um. He cracked on with it and got it done, though. No. Yeah. What are so. you engine for? Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> I'm doing the same to him in January this year as well. He's, there's a couple that we've got to set up, and he's something. I'm off. Um, before the days where we were getting like uh, furnishing companies to come in and just do everything for us. Like, yeah. you know? I mean, you've got, to, you've got to know. I suppose when you start now, you've got to understand that You've Got to understand the process and know what mm. to get for the properties and go through it yourself before you can offload it to somebody else, yeah. So, yeah. so where did we get to? So, um, that was kind of February, March, in January, February, March. We, we kind of took on another, uh, so what did we do? So, we had Wharfview, we had Woolly Close, and then we had another four in a weekend, so we had six properties by sort of March. March time last year, no. March-April, yeah March-April last year we had six properties, and they were all, one was owned, so I owned Wolfview, that was my property, the rest of them were all rent-to-rent deals, okay. and that's why, I'm, that's why I was kind of, I was getting to with the letting letting agents, letting agents are your friends at the beginning, Yeah, they'll give you the, the deals, as long as you get in with the right ones, set up the company let agreements for you, and you have to tweak a few bits in them yourselves, but yeah. There, uh, it's always good to to get in with it. just a couple. Don't yeah. don't spread yourself too thinly because getting with a couple. You, you guys have done the same thing, right? Yeah,
0: we've been into quite a few agents now, yeah. starting to actually actually get somewhere now, and you know, getting on first name basis, and you know, actually having a good the good crack with them and sitting down with them and stuff.
2: I'll give you a little tip
0: with agents,
2: right? Yeah. So, when I go into a, a new letting agent now, or, a, or an estate agent, yeah. I always go in and I'll speak to the estate agent. Because the letting agent is always sat where? Next to her. Yeah, yeah. I go into on the estate agent, letting agent. Yeah, so I'll yeah. go in and I'll speak to the estate agent. And because we've got a few properties now, I'll say to the estate agent, look, I'm, I've got a serviced accommodation business. Um, I was wondering if we could help you out. Do you, do you ever have any delayed completions? Because people can't get out of their property. Yeah. And they can't... Um, get a, anything less than a six six month AST. Yeah. And he says, yeah, we have it all the time. I was like, well, I might be able to help you out with that. Yeah. And I'm talking really loudly as I'm saying it, so the letting agent's listening. Yeah. Um, so, well, we could help you out with that. I have a service accommodation business. We've got X amount of properties in Chester. Here's my website. This is the stuff that we do. If you ever get that again don't think that the people can't get out of their properties because we can put people up for from two nights up to wherever however long they want to be there for. Yeah. And it's not an AST contract, they pay by the night. Yeah. And they say, well, oh yeah, that's perfect. Let me take your card. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, the letting agent's listening and and they say, "What, well, what is it that you do? Yeah. And then you're in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what you're not doing is going in and saying, have you got any properties for me? Yeah. Um, and once, and what I always do it's a psychology thing. So when you, when you say to people that they, you're not really interested, they want more of you. Yeah. yeah. So I'll speak to the estate agent. When the letting agent comes over and says, what do you do? I said, oh, we do serviced accommodation. He says, do you rent any? So well, yeah, but we're not really looking to expand that side of our business at the moment. Well, at that point, they want some of you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy how, how, the, how, Reverse the, brain, psychology how, how the brain works. Mm. So I do that when I go in now. Yeah, nice. but you've got to have a bit of credibility behind you to be able to do that and be able okay. to show them a website and yeah and all that. But that's a there's a there's a little tip. You've got like two or three now, haven't you? Yeah, we've got two and a and fed someone else. Yeah. So you've got three. Do that and see how it works out for you. and Let me know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a really good. Well, I find it works for me. So it's a two bed terraced house in um, Hul again in Chester. Um, and what I did with that is I went through OpenRent. Yeah. Um, contacted her through that with the provisor that I was going to go and do it, um, going to rent it off her mm-hmm. and when I went there I kind of went through the whole process took the deal analyser with me and I gave her the two options I said we can do a guaranteed rent scheme at, I can't remember how much it was now, it was about £750 a month right. where she would make about 300 quid because of her mortgage Yeah. or here's the Here's the management service that we do. These are the numbers. This is the money that you could make. This is what you could have had. Mm. Um, talked her through the benefits of you know capital allowances section twenty four, which to her was all was real was really good because she had a in her personal name. Okay. She had a mortgage on the property where she wasn't able to offset the, the yeah. the interest. Mm. Interesting. Um, she hadn't claimed any capital allowances on the property, but she'd done a refurb on it, so yeah. she could have she could offset that, and it all kind of fell in place really, and it was like it was like one of those, you know, one of those deals that just goes perfectly well, and you're like, I can't believe that just happened. It was yeah. like, one of the <laughs> first ones I went out to as well. I ended up talking to her for ages, and anyway, she she ended up wanting to go down the serviced, the management service route, which was great. great for us. It was our first one, um, so. The first month she, the f- the first month we took her on, she had three times her um, net income that she no. was getting previously what? three times, and she was like quite happy with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Obviously, we did well out of it as well. You know, yeah, we yeah. we got the we got uh, a decent. Um, we we fifteen percent for our management contracts. Yeah. So she. She we got fifteen percent of the uplift and she got three times the amount of what she was what she was yeah, getting win 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 situation, absolutely. Um, and so that's carried on and it's got um over the summer months, it was in the summer that she got that. Yeah, yeah. You know. But over the summer months it got better and better and it died off a little bit in November and December's, but it's still still good money. She's still getting probably double the amount of what she was yeah, getting yeah. before, which is which she's gonna right. yeah, yeah. Yeah. be happy with double, wouldn't you? Yeah, you would, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was the first management deal we did. So around that sort of time as well, that's when I was uh, kind of coming to the end of my career in, in my job. So my J-O-B, just over broke they call it, <laughs> the right, I think. Um, and I, I'd had a plan to kind of leave, me and my business partner did a business plan at the beginning of the year, January. And we were like, right, so if we get X, X, X amount of properties, we want to get 14 by the end of the year. They're going to give us X amount of net income. Mm-hmm. So this is so the date that we need to do this by is here. Uh, it was October the sixth, which was my birthday. Mm-hmm. Birthday cards. Bring yeah. I'm <laughs> quite, quite happy for you to send them in. So I built this business plan around me finishing work on the sixth of October, yeah. mm-hmm. um, 2019. So I actually left work on the 30th of March, um, 2008. Two thousand and nineteen. Yeah. Um for for a number of different reasons which are <laughs> undisclosable. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just joking. So I um I left my left my job a lot earlier than expected. Yeah. And I got into it full time. Yeah. So at that point we were like, right, well, we were getting somebody else to manage it for us and we were paying them around about two thousand pounds a month just to manage our yeah. mm. our properties and the person that was managing it was Kind of had 70 properties, and we were like, Well, he's spending about 10% of his time because we had seven properties at the moment at yeah. that time on our properties. Mm. Imagine if we spent two grand on something, what mm. could we get? They'd be spending a hundred percent of their time on our properties. Mm. So we were like, Right, what could we do next? So that's when we started getting into doing, um, started building our own processes yeah. and getting into our own management. Mm. And we did some training through some. Really good um, training providers, um, and they showed us how to build the systems because the systems part of our business was was where we need where we thought we could make it or break it. Yeah. So at that point, we got a load of systems. We actually used probably seventy percent of the systems that they gave us. Yeah. And then we went out and got our own stuff off the open market and used the, like the, like I said before the best in class kind of software yeah. systems mm-hmm. and tied them into our business as well. Um, and that took about three, three months to set up, right? We're ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. So from the beginning of July, we set all our own systems up. We only had seven properties at the time. We integrated those properties into the, our new system. Mm -hmm. And in the first month we increased our revenue by 30% just by, just by doing a couple of little things, um, using our own systems and getting back to guests really quickly, Mm -hmm. um, cutting it down from using, like, seven or eight um, OTAs to two. Oh. And we were going up the listings in the mall. We were getting really great reviews. So, again, we were going up in the listings. But the one change that we made that was the biggest thing that changed, kind of brought revenue into our business was me ringing customers. Mm-hmm. So I think you've probably seen it in the WhatsApp group and the Facebook pages, but I've got a seven... A seven, six or seven, I forget I should know this, <laughs> six or seven stage process of how to get direct bookings. Yeah. And um, I just follow that process on every, every customer that we get from Airbnb and booking.com, yeah. make a phone call to them, speak to them, and just ask them a number of different questions, make sure they're happy with the property, Yeah. and then ask them a very simple question. Are you, what, are you in the, what are you in the area for? Mm-hmm. Is it business or is it leisure? If it's leisure, they're not likely to be coming back. Mm -hmm. If it's business, they're likely to be coming back. Mm -hmm. Generally, when you go somewhere for businesses, it's a long period of time, isn't it? Especially if they're like contractors or something like that.
1: Yeah. Mm
2: -hmm. So if they're coming back, I would just say to them, look, if I could do this for you at 5% cheaper than what you paid this week, would you book with us again next week? Mm. And how many weeks ahead are you staying for? Yeah. They ended up getting like bookings for like three or four months. Of Direct bookings. Well, you're not paying the OTAs. Mm-hmm. And that was probably the, the biggest uplift that we had because we were, we were kind of securing the people who were just looking for the best deals on the market and going elsewhere every week, mm-hmm, yeah. speaking to their bosses and saying, like, we'll do you a deal and we'll do it for X amount of time or for as long as you're here. We've got loads mm-hmm. of business off the back of that. Just that very simple um, phone call. Yeah. Yeah. July, we took on another rent-to-rent deal. Um, which was a great property again. That that flew out in the first month. Um, again, putting it through our systems. And then in September, um, the one of the letting agents that we built relationships with came to us with a block of three apartments. And we were like, "Great, this is what we want to get into." Mm. You know, we 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 went direct to. The they introduced us to the landlord, we then did a deal direct with them, mm-hmm. they furnished the place for us. We got a really good deal on, on these, these three apartments, again right in the centre of Chester, all two-bedroom apartments. And they, were ju- they, 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 fl- they fly out because they're all, they're all brand new. They were, it was a, mm-hmm. He'd actually done a commercial conversion, didn't really know he was doing a commercial conversion. He mm-hmm. changed office blo- an office block into three two-bed nice. apartments. Yeah. Really nice apartments, centre of Chester, walking distance to town. Um, and at that time, I, I was kind of looking around LinkedIn. So I found uh, a CEO of a really big company in, in Chester on LinkedIn. Contacted them and they they messaged me back. And I was like, oh, that's never happened before. <laughs> he said speak to my PA and we'll we'll see what we can do. And we nice. put we put that person into our apartment. And he comes back every two weeks for fourteen days. Wow. But the great thing about it was. They're a really big business, and they had loads of other people coming to us. <laughs> so since September this year, they've spent probably about 20 grand with Wow. Us. And that was just by me being cheeky on LinkedIn. On, on LinkedIn. Yeah. But I, I suppose it was, we, we, I'd like to say it was all planned, but all the ones that we took on in the summer, they weren't really planned. They just all kind of landed on us. Because yeah. you know the summer's like the... Yeah, yeah, prime time. Prime time. I mean, August is like... You just you, th- you think all your christmases have come up once in August <laughs> you, you, you always see in, in August all the sa providers like fantastic sa like making all this money you never hear off them in the winter Yeah, and they're, they're all dead quiet but.
0: <laughs> so going forward so like what are your plans in business going forward any plans for yeah, next so, year yeah,
2: we've got, we got a number of different plans for next year so next year all about um, you've you've heard me talk about a lot of rent to rent deals. Yeah, yeah. So, and that was the plan. You know, we wanted to build cash flow. We wanted to replace our wages for me and my business partner. Yeah. Uh, which we've which were, we're there. We're, I say we're there. We're we're not quite getting the same wages as what we were when we were working, but we've yeah. built up enough to both satisfy what we want to do. Yeah. Um, and next year is all about growing our management service. Okay. Um, I've got about 24 deals lined up for next year already mm-hmm. for people who are either refurbing their properties and they've got a plan for next year when they're all gonna come on board. Mm-hmm. So if I stop now, we'd take another 24 on next year. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's managed services. I wouldn't wanna take another 24 rent to rent deals on, but mm-hmm. you know, that's, that's just where we are in in, in our business. Yeah. But we're also, one of our really exciting um, exciting for me because it's something that i love doing is training people and mentoring and coaching Yeah. Yeah. so we're setting up a a training business um called iconic training academy and we're going to do three packages on that we're going to do a 12 month um business academy so somebody who is doesn't know anything about um serviced accommodation Mm -hmm. um you know wants to know everything there is from start to finish Mm -hmm. we're going to help them build a business, they'll mm. come on board with us, they'll start with company structure, they'll tie into all of our, our power team and through throughout the process of a year, at the end of it they'll have a cash flow in business where um, they can go off on their own and, and run it themselves. Yeah. So that's the first package. And and again that's that's really aimed at people that are that are in work. So mm. where I where me and my business partner mm. were twelve months ago. Yeah. And how you can build up a cash flow cash flow to get you out of work and just have your, your minimum payment to cover your needs mm-hmm. and then build a, a wage off the back of it and have a business at the end of it. Yeah. Because we all know running service to accommodation is, it is like, it's a business. So yeah, you've got the customer yeah. service side of it, you've got all sorts of moving parts to it that mm-hmm. when a lot of people get into it, they don't realise mm-hmm. that it can be a headache if you haven't got your system set up mm-hmm. properly. So we're going to do that for people over a 12-month period. And our second package is a six-month period where... It might be people like yourselves that have got, you know, three, four units set up, mm-hmm. where you just want to learn more. Yeah. You want to build. Um, you want to you want you want to know how to take more more properties on. You know how to speak to developers, how to get more rent to rent deals on board, what to do with letting agents, um, and then also build the system around your business that's going to help you guys outsource everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, taking on virtual assistants, telling you what app. Applications to use and tying them all into each other and making sure it all talks Mm -hmm. and makes things easy. I can tell you two want to buy it already. You're in. You're in. You're a (laughs) salesman, can not you? Um, And then we're going to do a three month package, which is just literally around our systems. Okay. Yep. It's a system builder, Uh, and that will tie you into. We'll we'll show you how to build the systems. We'll come and help you build the systems around your business. You've already got that, that's already working, and yeah, that's yeah. for people who are, you know, they may have six or seven properties, and mm-hmm. they're kind of pulling They'll their hair out at the moment yeah, because yeah. they haven't outsourced everything. They trying to do everything answer. themselves. Yeah, and so it would be yeah. like recruiting VAs, putting all the systems in place, making sure they all talk to each other, and having a fully systemized business where you've got processes and processes for everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and videos and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the exciting thing that we're doing next year, yeah, and then mm-hmm. I've got. One last thing, another thing I'd like to get into, which is a commercial conversion. So I offered offered on a 500-square-metre um, office block. Nice. Which is very close to one of our other ap- apartments that we've got. Really, yeah? Yeah. Well, it's across the road from it. And I've, I've made an offer on that, and I get to know mid-January whether that offer's accepted. So if I find that, if I get that, that'll be... Um, nine or ten apartments for next right. year that will be a project that I'll I'll sit in and run as well brilliant so they're the they're the three three main areas so the serviced ma- the management service yeah. the uh, the training company and a, yeah. a commercial and conversion a large commercial conversion in my eyes it might be small to some people but yeah. It's a big one for me. Yeah. Lovely. Exciting yeah. times. I know, yeah. All exciting yeah. times, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. You'll have to let us come down, have a you when you get it. Absolutely. Anytime, boys. Anytime. That'll be, that'll be a crack of that one. 100%, it? yeah. Mm-hmm. Be very excited. Am I excited? Yeah. I'm ecstatic. I mean, yeah. you know, this year's all been about kind of set up, getting things into a place where you can can outsource stuff. Yeah. And now we're in that position and we've been able to kind of offload some stuff to other people. Yeah and not be in the business sort of full-time ourselves, we are able to do that now. Mm. So I'm really excited about next year, yeah. Brilliant. It's nice to be in that place. Yeah, it is. But
0: Yeah, definitely definitely. a good place to be in. Excellent. Is there any advice that you give to someone starting out new that would be looking to kind of go along that journey, leave their full-time job? What would be one or two bits of advice that you give It would be
2: silly of me not to say, get a mentorship and get some training, wouldn't it? Yeah. Who did you use? Did you
0: have a bit of a mentor to start, or someone for training?
2: Yeah, so we, it was progressive property for me. I mean, yeah. the the community there was great. We also used a, a systems guy um, who was fantastic, a guy called David Diak. Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah He yeah. helped us build our the base of our system, and then yeah. we kind of expanded stuff on top of it. But he was a diamond, he was really good. Really, yeah? Yeah, yeah, very good, very good guy. And really kind of hands-on with you as well, so... Mm. You were able to go to him and he'd answer all the questions, and mm. that was really good for us, nice. um, mm. yeah. But I mean, that my advice to somebody starting out who who doesn't really know what they're doing, yeah. don't just jump into it with yeah. both feet. Get get a mentor, get some training, make sure you build build your processes up properly, yeah. and um, and yeah, because you you don't don't go out there and make the mistakes that everybody else makes. Yeah, mm. you know don't don't reinvent the wheel because there's somebody else out there that's already been there and done it so just yeah. go out and get it get it off of them and it'll be yeah. a much quicker process for you and you'll make money more a lot quicker yeah, yeah. i wish i'd done it at the beginning to be honest because we, yeah. we kind of jumped in mm. two feet and although wolf, wolf you did really well yeah we had the the woolly close pl- derf- in that we're offloading this year because we jumped into that yeah. without de-analysing it and yeah, you know, yeah. The all the market research and all the yeah, stupid yeah. stuff that you shouldn't have, that we shouldn't have done. Yeah. But we've made the yeah. mistakes over the. the, over the last group. year Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But get mentored, get trained, mm-hmm. be successful.
0: Yeah, oh, that brilliant. was good, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah not yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I forgot what it was already. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> get mentored, get trained, be successful, be successful. With iconic. With iconic. So again, <laughs> so
0: again, uh, where can people find you? Where can they get in contact with you? Yeah,
2: right. So any anybody who wants to contact me, more than happy to uh, give you my email address. So that's Dave at Iconic with a K, I K O mm-hmm. N I C Online You can also join our uh, me on Facebook. That's Dave Iconic. Um anybody who wants to be involved in the, the, the SA community group, more than happy for you to come on to that. Um if you friend request me on Facebook and uh, let send me a message to say you've been listening to this podcast, we'll add you to our closed group so you can come in and ask any advice on there. Um and uh, mo- mobile number. Should I give my mobile oh, number? Oh, oh, I don't know, know, All over YouTube. There. Yeah. We'll cut yeah. it there. <laughs> So thanks very much. Dave. Yeah, it's been a pleasure, Dave.
0: Thanks very much for joining us here. You too. Perfect. <laughs> See you later. Perfect. See bye, you bye bye.
2: We talk about property, business, and everything in between. Hosted by Jack heskin Taylor and Joe McCarthy, sharing the stories of entrepreneurs, property investors, and our journey to health, wealth, and happiness.